Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the star line by an actor and theater star. You've seen him on Once on This Island, Newsies, and in the 20th anniversary tour of Rent. Now he's back for the farewell tour of Rent as Angel. We welcome Javon King. Hi, hi. How you doing? Absolutely great, Javon. Let's go beyond the mic. Growing up in New Jersey, you played football and ran track. Mm-hmm. What position did you play in football? Yeah. What were your track events? So in football, I used to, I was a quarterback for a lot of you, like the first couple of years. And then I was a running back for the rest of like my seven years when I played football. Um, and then um, I also did defense. So I also was a cornerback. Um, on the defensive side of the ball. And then track and field, I ran 400, 800, and 4 by 4 Do you miss those times? Um, I, no. <laughs> no, I do not. Um, sometimes, I will say, like, sometimes during the Summer Olympics, I do get a little nostalgic about, like, seeing track on TV. And I'm like, oh, that could have been fun. But no, I don't. I don't miss it. <laughs> what were you planning to major in school before you started on your first musical? A funny thing happened on the way to the forum. That's actually, I really didn't know. I had kind of a mosh posh of things like um, growing up, I really was into law. So there was a moment where I was thinking of going into criminal law. Um, there was also a moment where I wanted to go to school for medicine and be a nurse. Um, but ultimately I auditioned for a bunch of musical theater programs. And the only school I didn't audition for um, for a musical theater program was for a uh, athletic training kinesiology program. So that was probably my route if it wasn't theater. Now you were trying out for kinky boots before you got this job in rent. How would your yeah. path have changed if you had gotten Lola instead? I don't think I would be talking to you if I would have got Lola instead. Um, I think it would have been, I would completely different worlds. Um, but yeah, I was in school. I was going in for Kiki Boots, um, and then casting kind of rerouted me um, because Rent was also going out on the road, and they kind of just saw that this was more of a actually a, a better fit for me um, at that moment. And the rest is literally history. It's been that was back in 2018. So yeah. So you took time off from writer, college time, just taking a year off. Yeah. To go on tour. How did taking that, you know, gap year? help you give you the freedom in your craft honestly i i i don't want to say i recommend it to anyone but i think if the opportunity presents itself where you're at school you know you go to a musical theater program and you're learning all of these skills but you're only putting it in practice in in very slight ways because you're doing it in front of the same people all the time or you're doing it in your you know your musicals that you're doing at school and then maybe summer stocks if you get a summer stock audition or a job um, during a summer but to go and actually do what I was learning in school, to do it on tour. I think also being on tour is a completely different discipline than doing it um, just for the summer at a summer stock theater. Um, but I think I learned so much more about myself as an artist, as a person um, on the road than I did at school. Javon, what's a typical day for you when you're out on tour in rent? Um, typical day. I'll tell you about my day yesterday, actually. Um, cause we got into Rochester yesterday. Um, we left Philadelphia at eight o'clock in the morning, um, on the bus and we drove to Rochester, New York. That's a gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous five and a half hour drive that we did. Um, and we got to Rochester probably around three thirty, four o'clock. We had to be at the theater at five thirty um, for a company meeting and sound check and the show was at seven thirty. So yes, our day is very scheduled, but in that little like hour and a half, I saw my friend, <laughs> I got dinner really quickly and, uh, went to the theater and started work. 
It's time for the Rocky Nate. Eight random questions. Answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. There's no pressure, Javon. Okay. Favorite condiment? Ketchup. Thing you believe in that others <laughs> think is not real. Oh, uh, oh my, I believe, oh, this is controversial. I believe that Marilyn Monroe is still alive. What? Yeah, I, I really do. <laughs> really? I do, I do. I believe for years and years she was still alive. That's wild. Favorite place to vacation? Um, Dominican Republic. If you swap genders for a day, how would you spend it? Oh um, I don't know. I already am playing a drag queen on stage. <laughs> um, I think, uh, I don't know how I would spend my day if I had to switch genders. I don't know. I guess sit on the toilet more. <laughs> what was the last gift you were given and who was it from? Oh, I was given a pair of Nike socks from my friend literally yesterday. <laughs> what is one thing that does not add value to your life, but just still do it? One thing that doesn't add value to my life, but I still do it. Um, um, oh, my goodness. Who is the favorite of all the Disney princesses for you? Oh, easily, Belle. Yes, I love me some Belle. What do you wait to buy until it's on sale? I mean, you will buy something, and you'll want it, and you'll wait for it, but you'll only buy it if it's on sale. Usually, jeans. If you're enjoying these conversations, please check out another Beyond the Mic episode to find more actors, artists, and people you need to know. We'd also appreciate a like and subscribe on the Good Pods app. It's time for the back half with Javon King Beyond the Mic. Javon, what's the best thing to do in Manasquan, New Jersey? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> The best thing to do in Manasquan, New Jersey, is to go to Leggett's and get you a Miami Vice, for sure. With a shooter. With a shooter. Now, there's no shows. So, during that pandemic quarantine, you're pretty much artistically stuck. How did you spend that time without completely yeah. losing your mind? Yeah, I um, actually, so I am originally from Jersey, and then I moved to New York, excuse me, actually during the pandemic, um, which was kind of crazy because everyone was moving out of new york and i simply was like nope i'm gonna move in with my friends that i went to college with so we're all artists and theater people um too so it was nice to live with them but in terms of my craft me and my friend started a youtube channel just for like fun um where we were just singing a a bunch of covers of songs because he plays a guitar and sings and i don't play an instrument and i just kind of sing um so that dynamic worked very well for us and we always just had talked about it in college it's just kind of like we just, we're, we are really good friends and we just love, you know, making music together. So it was nice to kind of just sit down in a room and plunk out some stuff on the guitar and do acoustic versions of songs that you hear on the radio. Um, Cause that was really the only thing that uh, we could do. Cause you were right. There was nothing coming in. There was nothing to do. Well, let's talk about the 25th anniversary of Rent. Why is Angel the perfect character for you? And why do you love this character? Angel just is the epitome of, of hope and love and, you know, treating everyone with their respect. I think Angel is, was written at a time where, you know, we didn't see a character with the disease, living with the disease and, you know, having the mentality of I'm going to live my life. And not only am I going to live my life to the fullest, I'm going to do it and make everyone else give as much love to everyone else as I can. And I think, um, Angel, she's such a just such a trailblazer, and I think Jonathan wrote such a gorgeous character, and I think she still resonates today, twenty five years later, 
for the simple fact of like, I think we all know an angel um, in our lives who is that person who is kind of like that beacon of, of hope and light. And it's just, you know, not putting that on, that is just who they are. That's just how they operate. And that's just their everyday being. And also she's just so much fun. Like who wouldn't want to be friends with someone who is dressed in a Santa coat, zebra tights and four inch black pumps. I mean, I would love to be, be friends with somebody like that. How are you like an angel? I, over the years playing angel, I think I've, I've adapted more of her into my day-to-day life. I think she lived her life with such optimism. And I think when I was in college and things like that, you know, going into musical theater school, your optimism kind of, you kind of falls off for you just because like you're doing this craft and it, it is one of the toughest crafts to do. Um, it's so tight, you know, there's so many people out there who can do what you can do and better, but um, I think you just have to stay grounded and know that your story is different and everyone's story is different. But I think for me, I really tap into Angel's love. Um, I really just think that like her overall message of giving love to all of her friends and everyone that she, that she loves is something that I really tapped into. I, I love my friends. I love my family. And I just really, you know, value them and appreciate them. Cause you know, every day is not guaranteed. How has your family supported you on this path? I mean, you go yeah. from football and track star to nationwide theater star. What does your parents think? Yeah, my family is super, super supportive. It's funny because my parents are not theater people. Like, they just don't really get it at all. And yeah, and it's kind of crazy. Like, my they don't understand the workings of it. They don't really, like, you know, get um, the behind-the-scenes actions of it. So my mom, like, is always... So I really don't tell my mom about a lot of auditions because she gets really excited because, you know, she doesn't realize that half of my job is me auditioning. So I don't really tell her unless I get into like final callbacks for things. And then she's like, Oh my goodness. Why didn't you tell me and all this stuff? And I'm like, because you freak out. And then like, you know, like we hear no more than we'll ever hear. Yes. So then like, you know, when I am not getting a job and she's just like, well, what happened? And I'm like, I don't know. Like there's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of things that can go into play as to why I didn't get that job or in the case maybe, but um, they are, so, 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 so supportive of me. My parents have already seen the show. They saw it last time. I told them that they didn't have to come see it again. It's the same show. I'm playing the same part. But they were like, nope, we're going to come. And my mom is basically my, like, press secretary. Like, she is the woman, like, getting all of the other family to, like, get their lives together and buy tickets to see me when I'm close to Jersey or somewhere nearby when they're, you know, down south because I have family down in the Carolinas. Um, so she literally is my press secretary, like, cause I just can't call everybody and tell them that like, Hey, like come see the show. So like my mom is designated for that. And my dad is just standing by watching. <laughs> so what does your mom and dad do? Um, my dad is a retired fireman. My dad was a fireman for 26 years. I want to say somewhere around there over in Jersey city, New Jersey. Um, and my mom is, um, a like head exec for a credit union. Javon, what do you tell the next young man or woman who is struggling with their identity mm-hmm. wants to star in musicals? Yeah, I, that's the reason I do this. And that's completely honest. I just think, you know, I do this for representation of someone else who, who looks and feels like me and thinks that this is something that they can also do. And I just, I would tell them, you know, if you have the passion for it and you feel like this is something that you're being called to do, then I think you should do it. I think there's always room for everybody in this industry. There is, you know, no one deserves to be cut closer or anything like that. There's always room um, for everybody, no matter who you are, no matter what you identify as, no matter um, what style of music you prefer to sing or whatever the case may be, like there's room for everyone. And I think we should 
yeah, open arms, please go after it. It's hard. Um, don't compare yourself to anyone else because that'll get you in a whole lot of trouble. But um, yeah, definitely go for it. And we'll see you on stage. You talk about passion. What are you passionate about? And how have how has your passion changed from when you started to today? Yeah, I think when I first started, I was very young when I first started the show. I just turned I was just turning twenty one years old. Um, so I and this was really my first big, big professional thing. Um, so I think I was in the mindset of like making sure it was all, you know letter perfect and picture perfect and not that it's not the same today i think i just released that expectation that i have to be perfect on myself um because i am playing one of the most iconic characters in musical theater history um but my passion now has altered ever so slightly and just that i i do it less for me and i do it for whoever's in the audience um and that's where i think i get the energy to do the show every day it's just going out and seeing you know, people who look like me in the audience and people who are so excited and all the redheads who come and see the show year after year, which I commend them because I could never see the show more than probably twice. Um, but yeah, the people who come and see it all the time and are so supportive of us and we really do appreciate it. I really do it for them. You know, this is like such a iconic piece of theater that is really kind of like a timestamp in time. Um, that Jonathan Rossman wrote, and he wrote something that was so ahead of its time back in when it came out back in the nineties. Um, and for it to be twenty five years later, I'm not even twenty five, um, and it to still be resonating with people younger than me. Um, that's really where my passion is for it. You know, I just want to I want to do it justice to Jonathan and to everyone who came before me and whoever's coming after me doing the show. Yeah, Mom's been the one losing her mind. When did you figure out? that you made it. I know mom goes crazy. I can't believe my son, but I always want to be better. You're in the role of your dreams. Yeah. I, I also probably will not say that I've made it. And I don't, I think I am just, there's so much more for me out there. I think I have so much more room to grow as an artist, as a person, as, as an everyday American citizen, whatever the case may be. Like, I just think there's so much more room to grow and there's so much more skill that I can learn. Um, and there are so much more things that I can continue to tweak and harness. So I think, especially cause I'm literally 24 years old, I think, you know, theater is right now. I think I love it so much, but I do want to venture off into do other things and potentially film and, you know, we'll see what happens in the future, but I wouldn't say I made it yet. Maybe I have made it when I have, uh done a bunch of different product uh, projects that i'm really really satisfied with i don't really need accolades and awards to you know feel like i've made it in my industry i think as long as i'm doing theater or doing a project that i really am passionate about and telling a story that i really enjoy for consecutive years at the time um i think that'll be like oh, you know what i've been doing this for x amount of years and i've been doing all of these different shows and projects and things like that that are changing lives and telling different stories um, I think then I'll can kind of sit back and be like, okay, I think I've, I've made it in air quotes. <laughs> Javon, how does theater feed your soul? I just, I just love the idea that we don't get to redo it every night. You know, like it's not like TV and film where you get different takes, you know, granted we do get different takes from a day-to-day -day basis, but in terms of the people who are coming in for that night, 
what you see and what happens on the stage is what it is. You know, there are no redos. There are no like, let's start again. Um, and I think that on the top, yeah, you know, like that kind of like that thrill of like, oh my goodness, like you know, yes, it's well rehearsed and yes, we've been doing this for so long, but it's like the show is still different from a day to day basis. And I think that's what feeds like my soul of like, oh my God, I get excited about it. And then don't let someone I know be in the audience know, you know, I, it lose my mind when I know that I have a friend in the audience. I'm just like, oh my God, this is for you for sure. You know, I haven't seen you in so long. Like, oh yes, I'm so excited. (laughs) With mom as your press agent and she puts a friend in the audience and you know, oh my goodness, he's going to be in the fifth row center. He'll be wearing a red cap. Does that drive you crazy or play in your head? It does, but it plays in my head because I, I, I'm like, oh my goodness, like it gives me just ever so slightly like extra kick of energy that I need. Um, Cause you know, it's hard doing the same show every single day. Um, but I have so much fun doing it, but I always just love knowing that there's someone that I know in the audience. Cause it just gives me that extra oomph. And I'm like, ah, and they, they always realize it too. They always are like, oh, so you knew I was here. You're doing a little extra. You're, you know, there's more energy than, than expected or usually that I have because I have a lot of energy. So um, for them to notice that I have more energy, it's like, ah, I was like, yeah, because you're here. I'm so excited for you to be here. I'm, I, I love seeing my friends. Um, but yeah, I know. I always know when they're there. <laughs> when the tour is over, when Rent is finally finished and you have to move on to your next role, <laughs> which role is your dream role? There's actually Ooh, two. Interesting. Um, I would love to um, kind of just be stationary in New York and I would love to go and do, there's a new Michael Jackson musical out. Um, I would love to be the lovely and talented Michael Jackson. That would be really great. But also there's a nice musical you probably never heard of before. It's uh, called Wicked. Um, I would love to be Fierro and Wicked. <laughs> I know, brand new musical. I'm pretty sure no one has ever heard of Wicked. It's something like so obscure, you know. <laughs> so your teacher who cast you in a funny thing, do you remember them and what would you tell them now? Oh man, I really, I would go back even a little bit further than, uh, I would go back to eighth grade when I had a teacher, her name was Miss Whitley. She was my history teacher in eighth grade and she told me, um, you know, Javon, you are so animated that like you would do really well with in the theater scene at the high school because my high school is known for their theater productions. We're not like a performing arts high school. We were just, you know, New Jersey State High School, you know, where we would get into these awards and do all these things. Um, And I was like, oh, okay, I'll take it into consideration. And then I had to take like a, 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 a class for, you know, for freshman year of high school. So I took it as my homeroom. I took musical theater as my homeroom class. And um yeah my teacher who cast me mr mr james moser i probably would thank him i very much would thank him because he gave me my start um in theater and that's when that spark kind of hit you know i wasn't anything special in the funny thing happened to the form i was literally just in the ensemble running around the stage like a crazy person but i had so much fun and i was very proud of everything that i did and I think he kind of got me starting on my itch of like, ah, I like this. I like to sing. I like to dance. I like to kind of get on stage and act not like myself and do something different. So yeah, I would thank him because I don't think I would be here if it wasn't 
for being cast in the funny thing happened away to form and it's Whitley back in eighth grade. <laughs> if people haven't seen Rent, shame on them, but why should mm-hmm. they come see the finale of this tour? Yeah, I just the show is so monumentous and so um before its time back in when it came out back in the nineties. But I just think the overall story of a community coming together and, you know, fighting through all of the different trials and tribulations that they are going through. You know, there are people living with AIDS and people who are going through drug um, abuse in, in that type of situation. I just think that like, you know, we're telling a story basically of love and telling a story of a community of people in the height of all of this that's happening. They are choosing um, to live their lives as best as they can whilst all this is going on. And I think, you know, there are a host of people on the stage that I think no matter who you are as a person, no matter where, what background you come from, there's somebody on that stage that you can connect to um, at some point. And there's a piece of music in the show. There's a line in the show that you can connect to because um, it's a lot of music in the show and all really, really gorgeous music. But there are moments in the show where I'm like, to this day that I still do. And I'm like, wow, that, that really sticks out to me. Like, wow, that, that line really is, is gorgeous. And, you know, obviously seasons of love is something one of, again, one of the most iconic songs in musical theater history, period. Um, people come to hear that, but I think the story behind that song and how we get to that song, the beginning back to, and then what happens after that really, I think, you know, sends people on such a ride of like, Oh my goodness, like this is, now I understand why this show has been around for as long as it has been. I don't want to give away any spoilers for those people who haven't seen it, but it's a tearjerker. It's, uh, it's funny. It's basically a rock concert, and it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. It's time for one big question with Javon King beyond the mic. Javon, as you do this physical role every day, jumping, singing, and you did it for the 20th anniversary tour of Rent, is it getting harder to recover? I mean, do you have to ice your body up more often? It's a little more stretching. Uh, yes. I, <laughs> it's funny because I, when I first did this back in 20th anniversary, and, and I said before, like I was 20 years old, I just turned 21. I literally was like, I was just walking out on stage, throwing my body all over the place. And it was fine. Like there were certain days back in like when I first started that I wouldn't even stretch before the show. That simply doesn't happen anymore. Please know that does not happen anymore um i have to stretch before the show um i i simply would not be able to jump off of everything i jump off and jump on everything i jump on if i don't stretch before the show you know like and i also am drinking gallons and gallons of water a day um but yes it has changed um i do have to ice some things sometimes um the the role is very physical demanding but i wouldn't have it any other way i love it so much um and i i will say though i am a lot i'm used to it more than i was before i think because i've done this show over 300 times i think um, my body is so conditioned to it that um the little aches and pains don't really do anything to me anymore you know those are just a day-to-day thing you know little scratches here and there little bumps and bruises here just from like you know jumping off the set and hitting my leg on something like those things don't bother me. Um, but I really just make sure to stretch before and after just to not get major injuries. He was a cornerback and quarterback and ran the 400 in high school would have been in criminal law or a nurse. Had he not discovered his passion, he thinks Marilyn Monroe is still alive. Go see Javon King in the 25th anniversary edition of rent 
Thanks for taking the time to talk with us today. No, thank you. I really had so much fun. Appreciate it. And that, my friends, is Beyond the Mic. <laughs>